Hey you, Nina here. You are officially listening to Triggered Can We Play With That wherever you get your podcasts. And today's episode is going to be a juicy one. (laughs) So there is something that comes up a lot over the holidays. And so all of us will probably be having to deal with it at one point or another. And it may be particularly contentious this year because we just had elections, uh, many of us who are listening, yes. And it is those hot button issues that come up when you are sitting down to eat or sitting down to watch the TV at your next family gathering, friend gathering, or even work event, because it is, of course, the holiday season and we're all getting together right now. (laughs) So what are we going to be exploring today? We're going to be exploring my invitation to you is to explore the idea of, is it scary? Or is it dangerous? A lot of people will get these two things mixed up and they will say, I don't want to be around Aunt Kathy. I don't want to be around, you know, I don't know, Mr. Blar, whatever these things are, these people are, right? And these things that they believe. And we say, I want to just cut them out, right? Straight up cancel culture this because I don't want to deal with that during the holiday season when I'm at my next friend, family, social gathering, whatever the case is. So what are we going to explore here? I want to empower you to think about and understand truly the difference between scary and dangerous, especially when it comes to those hot button issues, politically, all sorts of different things. Okay. So who's this episode for? People who are like, wow, I really want to know How can I have more opportunities to feel empowered in these hot button issue moments when I really do or don't want to have that conversation, right? I'm going to give you lots of different tools to be able to deal with this. And of course, it won't be everything. It won't be every facet, but it is going to be at least one. So what am I going to invite you to do? Because I want you to take tools from this episode. Get out a journal take some notes. I'm going to give you some really key ideas that I want you to explore and let sort of marinate over the next week, right? (laughs) Before the end of this episode, you will have things to explore either in that journal with yourself privately, or you can even dialogue with a friend, which you know, I encourage if you have ever listened to this podcast before. So get your journal on hand or that good friend to dialogue with what comes up for you in this episode as we explore. Is it scary or is it dangerous? Because for now, you know that I am curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real Empowered. Let's take a breath. (sighs) Okay, picture it. You're at your next upcoming event. You're dressed to the nines, or perhaps you're more of a casual person. You're dressed to the degree of your comfort level, whatever that may be. And you show up at the event, and you are ready to either relax or enjoy whatever it is that you are trying to get from this event. And then you see them 
that person who you know always brings up that particularly triggering topic. And you think, oh my gosh, you start to get overheated. You start to be a little overwhelmed and you think, wow, I really don't want to be here anymore. Maybe I should not have come. And then you realize you haven't even gotten out of the car. Maybe you could just drive away. And before you do any of those things, take another breath in. Mm. And let's just listen. I'm going to give you a few different examples today. As we explore, is it scary or is it dangerous? Okay. So if you are writing in that journal, click save on that phrase, write it down. Is it scary or is it dangerous? Because guess what? We are about to explore. So first things first, let's understand scary versus dangerous. So let's imagine you and I, for some reason, are standing on a bridge and then somebody comes up to us and they're in a sports car, right? They're in the sports car. They come out of the sports car and they come over to you and I, and they say, Hey, you think it would be dangerous if I went down this highway right here, this bridge, this highway bridge right now, going 90 miles an hour with my eyes closed? Do you think, do you think I could do that right now? Pause. Is this scary or is this dangerous? The feeling that you're now feeling as you imagine that person driving 90 miles an hour down this bridge with their eyes closed in the sports car. Scary versus dangerous. Let me go ahead and illuminate here. This is at this point terrifyingly scary, but it is not yet dangerous. Now, this is really important, especially for those of us who've experienced trauma in the past. We're going to get to that in the next example or the drama of the present, because right now this is something that you can feel the drama of, right? You're like, oh my gosh, if they do this, that's going to be so dangerous, right? Why? Because it's incredibly risky. This is a very scary idea, but it's not yet dangerous. Okay. Then let's imagine they actually get in the car, close their eyes and drive 90 miles an hour down the highway. Completely dangerous, hundred percent dangerous, right? So scary versus dangerous. And that was a moment that we gave about drama in the present and where it could happen in the future. Okay. This is the same thing if somebody comes to you, right? Imagine them at the table. They come to you and they say something about what they could do or will do. The idea of it, scary, potentially terrifying. The reality of it might be dangerous, but you have to really ask yourself so you don't get emotionally hijacked. Is this scary or is this dangerous? And how can I address this now in the present moment? Okay. That was your first example. Click save on that. That was from the present to the future. But now we're going present to the past. So let's imagine I'm standing there with you. For some reason, we're in an alleyway outside of a club. And somebody starts walking up to us and it's dark in the alley and we can't really see them. And all of a sudden, your heart starts to beat really fast. And you say, oh my God, oh my God, we're in danger. We're in danger. And I say, oh my gosh, what are you talking about? What is going on right now? And you say, do you see that person walking toward us? Seven years ago, I was assaulted in an alleyway by somebody who looked just like that, right? Now pause. Is this scary or is this dangerous? We do not know at this point in the present moment if that person is dangerous or is going to cause us danger. What we know is that in the past, we were in danger. There was a moment where right? The character in this case was assaulted in an alleyway. That was a dangerous thing. They were in danger at that point in time. That is real. And yet in this moment, 
the idea of this person walking down the alley without any clear threat is just really scary because what if it could be danger? So instead of reacting to the past moment, which was dangerous, we respond to the present scary moment of, well, gee willikers, why don't we get out of this alleyway and move into the light where people can see us? Huh? <laughs> scary versus dangerous. I want you to be in control of this train, not your emotions hijacking you based on something that could happen in the future or has happened in the past. Okay. So click save on that example. We just did a future one and a past one. And now, of course, you have the holidays coming up and you're about to be around family where the same sort of thing can happen. The idea of something scary versus the reality of danger. Okay. Now we're not going to get into conversations of which can cause you harm because actually both can cause you harm. Okay. We're not going to get into that. It's really nuanced, but I do want you to stick with the same basic idea of, is it scary or is it dangerous? Are you ready to keep going? Cause I'm going to, I'm going to give you your example for the upcoming holiday. Okay. So <laughs> next thing that I want you to write down Owning your truth, okay? Owning your truth in the present. I want you to stay in the here and now as you do these things, as you take control of that train and try not to be emotionally hijacked, right? I want you to think about what it is to own your truth. So here's what I mean by that. I, because I have a bias, y'all, I am empowerment driven. I want more opportunities for empowerment than power. And I will explain that soon. But with this bias of empowerment, what I want to invite you to do is to own your truth without oppressing yourself and also without oppressing other individuals, okay? So as we go into this holiday scene that I'm about to give you, I want you to ask yourself, am I owning my truth without oppressing myself and also without oppressing other people, okay? That is like the definition of empowerment. I'm owning multiple truths here and I'm capable of letting people own their truths as well. Doesn't mean I have to believe what they believe, doesn't mean I have to support what they believe. It just means that I know they believe it for a reason. Okay. So owning your truth without oppressing you, without oppressing other people at your upcoming event, right? I am actually recording this about a week after Thanksgiving, where I sat at the table with family, with friends nearby, football was on the TV in one room, you know, holiday movies were on the TV in another, there was tons of food, there was drama, there was laughter, there was all sorts of different experiences happening. You are going to continue to have those spirit experiences over the next month and really throughout the rest of your life. So these tools, not just for the holidays, folks. Okay, okay, I know you want to get to the tools. So click save on this next statement. Control what you can control. I know you hear me say it all the time. Control what you can control. Please, please control what you can control. And here's what I mean by that. As you move forward, let's say you're there at the holiday table, friends, family, work, folk, it doesn't matter. And you've got, I am going to cast in your story here, you've got all different types of people there in the room with you. You've got your, you know, green galleons, you've got your liberal loos, you've got your conservative connies. Yes, I am very clearly leaning into the political arena here, although there is so much more that people identify as, right? 
Sometimes when we bring up very particular triggering topics, it pulls out a very particular role within us, right? It makes us express ourselves in a very particular way. So because I don't want you to get hijacked, here's my offering. Let's say that at your next event, really triggering topic comes up. I want you to imagine that triggering button there and it's like, boop, it gets pushed. Okay. Whatever that trigger is, it really doesn't matter. Just picture whatever the trigger is for you. It gets pushed, whether it came from your conservative Connie, your liberal Lou, your green galleon, your atheist Amanda, it doesn't matter, right? (laughs) Whatever that triggering button is, boop, here are your options to control what you can control. Get ready to write this down. I am going to give you three options, folks. Three options. The minute that button is hit, boop, you can exit stage left. Control what you can control, right? You can exit stage left. You can do the emotional labor that is involved in staying in that moment with them and perhaps engaging in dialogue, okay? Dialogue, a back and forth with that individual. Or you may, right, go a different direction, excuse me, and you may say, I would instead like to set a boundary that we do not speak about that in this particular context, this particular environment, wherever you're at, okay? One of three options, folks. And in fact, you may start with one and change your mind and move to another. You may end up doing all three. All things are possible, okay? But what I want to invite ultimately is that you are owning your truth without oppressing yourself. Don't feel the need to hide your truth, right? And also without oppressing other people. You are controlling what you can control by saying, well, I can leave the situation if it doesn't serve me. I can stay and engage in some emotional labor if that is what I choose, not out of obligation, but if that is what I choose. Or I can set a boundary with this individual and say, you know what? Can we pause this actually? Can we save this conversation for another space, another time? I would love to just be present here with you all on XYZ, ABC, whatever it is that your ask is, right? You can set that boundary. Control what you can control, okay? Do what serves you as well as the people around you. So the question that I then get, right, is... Well, Nina, you keep saying, you know, how do I own my truth without oppressing myself and without oppressing other people? But I straight up don't believe what that person believes. And you know what? I don't want to be around them. So here is my offering, friend. When you own your truth without oppressing yourself and without oppressing other people, you are engaging in an empowered way. You're honoring multiple truths that are present without the need to, this part is key, without the need to minimize, misrepresent, or outright reject that person for what they believe in. If you stand there with those people and you are willing to minimize, misrepresent, or outright reject that individual or those people for their beliefs in that moment, you are willing to engage in a powered way. You are willing to shut them down because you believe that your belief is worth more than that person in that moment. Now, here's the thing. Even with my empowerment bias that I said earlier, right? There are times when we must engage in powered ways for the safety of all involved. But remember how I said I want you to think about scary versus dangerous? If something is scary versus dangerous, right? 
you can control what you can control in that scary moment. They've come forward. They've hit that triggering button. That's scary. We're talking about an idea. So ask yourself, do you need to exit? Do you need to set that boundary? Or do you want to engage in some emotional labor of the dialogue? If you are willing to minimize, misrepresent, or outright reject that person in that moment, then you are willing to engage in a powered and oppressive way. So I am not here to judge what you should or should not do. I'm not there. I don't know the context of your situation. But what I do want you to know beyond a shadow of a doubt to write to the best degree possible, because we are human, is whether you are engaging in a powered way or an empowered way. And that you are not mistaking your belief as more than other people, that you're not calling that empowered when really it's powered. Okay. So why is this important? Why is this important, right? I hope that you are clicking save. Okay. Because I'm about to invite you to flip the script. I hope that you're clicking save on the following. Do I understand the difference between the idea of scary and the reality of dangerous? Do I understand scary versus dangerous in the context of me being with friends and family and work environment? Do I understand what that looks like? Do I know how to own my truth without oppressing myself and also without oppressing other people? And would I even choose that? Am I controlling what I can control by exiting or staying and having that dialogue or setting that boundary and asking them just not to talk about it in that moment? Or am I engaging in a powered way in which I am shutting that person down by minimizing them, right? I might be shaming them or, or telling them their, uh, their belief is, is trash, right? That they're trash for even believing that. It's minimizing somebody. Misrepresenting uh, would be saying something along the lines of, you know, oh, well, you probably voted for such and such and you probably did that and the other, but you don't know, right? Oh, well, you'd probably force us to do this if you could, but you don't know. You're misrepresenting that, that individual. It's an idea, not a reality, right? Unless you know, which is very different, okay? So that's uh, minimizing, that's misrepresenting, outright rejecting. Um, you uh, don't even have that person over because even the idea of them feels uncomfortable to you. So wherever you are, I'm giving you lots of different skills, lots of different ideas to think about as you move forward throughout your holiday season. And I feel like if we flip the script on this and you're willing to play with it, because of course I want you to play with these things. I don't want them to be scary or dangerous, right? I want you to transform these hard conversations into teachable moments. So as you're controlling what you can control, as you are exiting or doing emotional labor or setting boundaries, or if you're choosing to engage right empowered ways, then you are willing to minimize, misrepresent, or outright reject someone. We're nearing the end of the episode. I want to know what is your takeaway? I gave you lots of things to explore right down in this moment or consider it, click and save in your own mind. What is it that is most valuable that you are going to take forward and explore throughout this upcoming week? Because you know, I love a bit of self-exploration. I want you to explore. So when I think about this upcoming week for you or your upcoming holiday season, and I invite you to think about why is it important for me to understand if I am engaging in powered versus empowered ways? 
because we may be excluding the idea of a person as opposed to the reality of a person. We may be excluding someone because the idea of them is scary versus the reality of them being dangerous. And I, again, don't know the context of your situation, but I do want you to feel so much more confident understanding, is it scary or is it dangerous? And if the idea is scary, what is it that you need to feel more confident in owning your truth? Because if your truth is, I don't feel comfortable being around this person, I don't like the idea of what that person stands for. So I'm going to not be around that person. Then you know what I'm going to say to you? My hat is off to you because you are owning your truth. You're not minimizing, misrepresenting, or outright rejecting. You're owning your truth. My hat is off to you, friend. But if you are struggling and you are casting that person and saying, I, I don't want to be around that person because that person is, has trash beliefs. That person doesn't believe what I believe. That person must be an idiot for doing this. That person must be stupid for being with that person or bringing that person or whatever the case is, right? All of that is you casting on that person. And what I want to challenge you to think about is, do you know the idea of that person or do you know the reality of them? Are you working with something that is scary or something that is actually dangerous? So. I know you probably have more questions at the end of this episode than answers, (laughs) but I've given you a lot to play with and a lot to explore. And as I move forward throughout this holiday season, you bet your tuches, y'all. I am absolutely exiting stage left if it does not serve me. And I exit with love and compassion because I want to own my truth and I don't need to minimize you or me. And if I have capacity, you better bet your tuches that I am there engaging in that emotional labor. I'm there saying, you know, in my experience, this has been what's happening. I'm hearing in your experience that this is what's happened. And I'm trying to build that bridge. If I've got capacity for it, I'm trying to build that bridge right? Transform that hard conversation into a teachable moment. And guess what? If I don't have capacity for it and I do still want to be around my people, I will say, I'm sorry, can we pause the conversation for a second? I would love it if we just did not have that conversation right now. Would that be possible? Offering on the table, everyone, can we save that conversation for another time? And that is that control what you can control. Understand your own difference between is it scary or is it dangerous? Okay. That, my friends, is what we planned for today. Thank you so much for listening and exploring your triggers as a human being. And of course, if this has been helpful, one of the best things you can do is share this episode with someone else who you know would find this beneficial. You know that they need to hear this, right? You can also go give us a rating on iTunes or wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. Go give us a rating because that's what actually helps push us up in the algorithm for new people to find us and to transform these hard conversations into really teachable moments. So I hope this isn't helpful. Thank you so much for listening. And otherwise, stay curious.